Hey everyone, Laura here. And I try not to do this often, but if you're invested in seeing Sex Outside grow in support of what's most important to you, I'm asking for a quick favor. We just launched our first ever community survey for anyone who enjoys Sex Outside, and it would help us help you if you took five minutes to complete it after tuning into this episode. As a thank you for those who take it, we'll send you a 10% off code to our sticker shop and enter you for the chance to win a big Sex Outside prize pack with all the goodies including some new ones we haven't released into the wild just yet. To take the survey, click the link in our show notes or tap the announcement bar at sexoutsidepodcast.com. And a big thanks in advance for your time and feedback. We're really excited to keep growing with you. From the team at Coalition Snow, introducing Opera Delight, a new line of small batch organic CBD sexual intimacy products. Because there's a deep connection between the freedom and pleasure that we experience in the outdoors, and the freedom and pleasure that we can experience with our own bodies. And because powder days shouldn't be the only thing that make you scream. Get on the list to give it a whirl at operadelight.com. That's A-P-R-E-S delight.com. You're listening to a Sex Outside Nature Quickie, a short dive into a specific practical topic about our bodies and the outdoors. I'm Laura Broshevsky. The beautiful thing about humans is our ability to adapt and our ability to dig deeper into ourselves. You know, like you'll never, ever, ever stop discovering who you are. There are a few phrases as iconic as the talk that make most adults break out into a sweat. And I'm not a parent myself. But I often wonder if that's because these conversations are so fraught for ourselves, even into adulthood, that they in turn aren't happening early on in the life of a child. The reality is that regardless of family structure, parenting, or caring for the development of a child in some way will inherently include deciding how to navigate conversations around sexuality. Now, not all of us listening are parents, but we were all children at one point in time. So no matter your relationship to children today, it's worth taking a moment to reflect on how your experience learning about sex and sexuality came to be, what you carry today as an adult from those interactions, and if these things feel good to pass on to the next generation, or if a change is in order. I think we've made it clear on the show plenty, but just to reiterate, nothing about sex has to be comfortable to talk about, especially initially, and especially with kids. But fortunately, for the times that we feel lost in these conversations, books are one way to approach them. That brings us to Alessandra Hurt, a mother, wife, nursing student, book reviewer, and outdoor lover. She joins us in this nature quickie to talk about how important it is to be intentional with how we navigate sexuality conversations with children, through books and otherwise. And that sometimes, that starts with how we navigate our own sexuality. I'm bisexual. I identify as bisexual. And I ended up with my partner... Uh, about it's almost been 10 years that we've been together and he's a man, you know, a cis white man. And we look like a very heterosexual couple. And so for the longest time, I just didn't think it was important to like be out and identify myself as bisexual anymore. For one, everybody, they just ask so many questions. They're like, well, how does that work? And I'm still bisexual, like who I'm physically attracted to doesn't change just because I'm married to a man. And now more than ever, when I got pregnant, 
I was like, wow, this is actually really, really important. This is an important thing to be open about with my family and with my children so that they know, like, this is just one of the ways that relationships and sexuality and attraction work, you know, like mom likes men and women, dad likes women, and they're both happily married. And that's just what this looks like for their relationship. And um, it was really scary at first, I'll be honest, just because there was a part of me that didn't feel like I belonged to the LGBTQ community anymore. But on the inside and in my marriage, it's like, oh, wow, I'm queer as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm really queer. And just the way that my husband and I have chosen to raise our son, we want that door to be open to him so that we can provide the structure and safety and the safe space for him to be completely and fully who he is, no matter what that looks like from now and as he's growing, it looks different at every different part of our lives. And so just as far as parenting goes, I feel like for queer families to have this open ability to be able to talk about our kids in a way that's safe for them to grow and experience their lives. And I just feel like it's such a beautiful thing to be able to provide that like foundation for them in a place that feels safe so that they can explore and learn about themselves. That evolution is something that Alessandra recognizes we face too, as adults. In fact, research is so varied on the ways that, even into adulthood, humans continue to evolve with their own sexuality, understanding of gender, sexual behaviors, and so on, that it's often regarded as simply an ongoing, holistic process that's unique to each individual. So in short, creating safe spaces to be open to who we're continually becoming isn't just for kids. But it's so important, as Alessandra says, to find ways we can create an environment for them to grow and explore. Everything from learning about body parts and processes in an anatomically accurate way, to finding a voice around consent, to learning more about what gender means to them at every possible stage of life. So much has opened up to me in this world since having Atlas. And like, it has shifted from like, my own insecurities for my own life to wanting to nurture future generations. Like you can never be a perfect parent, but I just want him to feel like I can come home to this safe place with my family and I can come home to kind of plug in and get my energy from my mom and my dad and then go out into the world and be a stronger person. And that's, I guess my whole goal is just moving forward in that and like just letting Atlas be who he is. Like as much as he loves going on hikes with me and getting dirty on his bicycle and doing the little balance bike in the backyard, he also loves to play dress up and loves to play with horses. And so if I can (laughs) make him feel comfortable at home, that's like my biggest goal as a parent is letting him lead me and letting him be my teacher. So as that changes, I will change my vernacular with him. And however he directs me that he wants to be known to the world. And I want to help, you know, be his safe harbor to the world to where I can come home and he can nurture that and himself here at home with us. Among so many things, Alessandra is a book reviewer, sharing her recommendations and thoughts about various books on her online account at Nature Mama Reads. Alessandra focuses mainly on authors who are Black, Indigenous, and people of color, as well as folks in the queer community. And because she loves the outdoors, many of her book recommendations have an element of nature in them, too. Until recently, it's been tough to find books authored by or featuring characters with a diversity of identities and lived experiences. 
but Alessandra says that's slowly starting to change for the better. And because of that, she has a few favorite children's reads that bring sexuality and gender together with the outdoors that she recommends folks consider adding to their bookshelves. There's so many amazing books that are coming out every year that I've seen in just the last couple years. Publishing has really increased the awareness to the queer community and to being gender inclusive, all gender inclusive. So I picked out three books to share with you. And there are favorite books on gender and sex for kids that are probably from birth till probably about six or seven. So the first one is called It Feels Good to Be Yourself, a book about gender identity by Teresa Thorne. The one thing I love about this book is like adults complicate it so much. And in this book, it just goes through and it's like, this is Ruthie. Ruthie is a transgender girl. This is what that means. And it's so straightforward. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, Ruthie's a girl. (laughs) And then the second book is called From the Stars in the Sky to the Fish in the Sea, written by Kai Chang Tom. And it's just a beautiful book about this little kid that doesn't know what they are. And sometimes they sprout horns and sometimes they sprout wings and sometimes they're a fish. And it's just really cute. It's about them going to school and telling the other kids, I don't know what I am. I'm just me. (laughs) So that's super cute. That one's my favorite. I love reading that. And that's one of Atlas's favorites too. And then the last one is called Julian is a Mermaid by Jessica Love. And it's a picture book, absolutely beautiful, about a boy named Julian and his abuela. And they see mermaids on the train. And his abuela is super loving and harbors that love to let him express himself in a way that's conducive to who he is. And so that book's really awesome, too. So the books are a huge part of our lives. <laughs> okay, so as we wrap up this nature quickie, I'm going to point out something obvious. It's totally possible that even with a book to guide you and your awareness of its importance, That the thought about talking to children you're responsible for when it comes to sexuality might seem intimidating or scary. You might hold past trauma or discomfort around these conversations or have been taught that families don't talk about these topics. And you might feel underprepared because you yourself are still in the process of learning. But don't fear. Alessandra has some words to help you. And really, it's simple but powerful advice. Because at the end of the day, we're all forever learning and growing when it comes to sexuality. I was trying to find a way to make it, I don't, I don't even know, just make it a conversation that he could understand. And as I started reading these books, I was like, oh my God, I'm complicating it so much. It's so simple, you know, just simplify it, get down to the basics and learn with your children. Thanks for tuning into the Sex Outside Nature Quickie, and for Alessandra Hurt for joining us for this episode. To see more from Alessandra, you can find her on Instagram at NatureMamaReads. As usual, we pack the show notes of this Nature Quickie with resources as well as links to the books Alessandra mentioned, so make sure you check those out. Also, don't forget to take our first ever community survey to help shape the growth of Sex Outside. We really appreciate it. And follow along with us at Sex Outside Pod for more action between episodes. Music is by Calica. I'm Laura Borshevsky. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time.